and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman, and I am the advocate for the reigning, defending, 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 undisputed tag team podcast of the world. Hot take wrestling. I gave it a, I gave it an orange Cassidy thumbs up. You, yeah, you did like too much. I was. You know when you are on a hiatus, you know. <laughs> brought on, brought on by your producer, you know. So, gonna have a little bit of that there. <laughs> anyway. People, 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 welcome to another episode of the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast. I am your boy, Logan the Machine, a.k.a. Old Man Logan. That guy down there below me, Paul, is the host with the most, Mr. Hot Take Kenny. Uh, yo, usually I have something off the wall, goofy to say to start the show. All I'm going to say is, uh, Walter versus Ilya Dragunov was the uh, most violent match in WWE history. Yeah, so I'm gonna say. Yeah. I appreciate that. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate right. it. Yeah, like no joke. <laughs> and that I guy don't watch right that. There, you know, you know, that's the producer I just dropped under the bus. He he made us miss an episode last week, but it's cool. It's cool. We're gonna make it up. We're gonna make it up right here, right now. The one and only Mr. Joe Freeline is in the house. Peter, what you're not gonna do is blame me. For something you two could have done. That's what you're not going to do, Mr. Harlem Heat. Okay, how about that one? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, you're Stevie Ray. KG's. Uh, I'm definitely big. I'm definitely big Stevie. Oh. <laughs> you do realize that, like, they stole his, like, the fin- name of his finisher and gave it to Boo for Retribution? Wasn't his finisher called, like, Slapjack or something? Or did he used to, like, say Slapjack? It was Slapjack. Wait. I think he was Slapjack and he said Slapjack, so yeah. That's just, that's Vince just, just diving in his, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, intellectual property bag, which is why we saw Halloween Havoc pop back up after several years of being on the show. It's entirely too early to talk about Vince right now. <laughs> but anyway. R- one riddle, of me, riddle me this. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. Too early. So, want to welcome you guys to season two, episode number six. All righty. So we have we have Hell in the Cell to recap, discuss, talk about the highs and lows. Uh, then we got Halloween Havoc that took place on Wednesday. We got some AEW talk to go with that and Raw, of course. And then we had the lovely WCWs that we had on the page. And to round it off, I guess we'll, you know, figure out what else we're going to talk about to uh, end this here episode. So, without further ado, Mr. Host, please take over. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Like Tim said, welcome to the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast. Uh, some highlights for me, Hell in a Cell. Um, I will definitely say as far as matches tonight, it had to be Sasha and Bailey. Uh, I honestly would have said... That might have been one of the best Hell in a Cell matches in the last five to ten years. I'll stick by that. Um, in terms of the storylines, though, as far as the drama, 
definitely Roman and, and Jey Uso, man. It was, it was, it was tugging the strings, as they say. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was Roman's coming out party as a heel. Um, they definitely, like you said, tugged on the strings. He sat there, he started crying. I was kind of, that part kind of caught me off guard a little bit because I'm like, all right, what the hell are y'all doing? But, <laughs> um, you know, once he did, and I love Roman with this with this guillotine uh, submission move. Like, I'm like, yo, this dude is really about to go on the Triple H-S heel run. Like, it's about to be amazing. And they tried to force feed him as a face for so long. And he had this in the tuck. And it's just, I was I was excited the entire entire match um that's probably my match of the night i did enjoy randy and drew mcintyre um but i will say bailey and sasha that is the goat women's hell in the cell match that match was great great chemistry um i felt like they both knew the pressure was there from the takeover matches they've had prior that were amazing that really put them on the map with their uh, former feuds. And uh, yeah, they, they, those girls came and they showed out. They did what they were supposed to do. Now, fingers crossed that Sasha actually gets a lengthy title reign that she also deserves. But uh, match of the night, me personally, I'm going to go with Roman and Jay because uh, that Hell in a Cell match, just storyline, match, uh, brutality, uh, all that good stuff. It's everything you want in a match some point, he has to say that we were wrong about Roman Reigns. Because, wow. <laughs> like, he legit, like, I don't know if y'all saw it, like, he legit, like, he was legit crying, bro. Shocking, yeah. bro. And then he just put him in a guillotine, and that was it. Like, like, I was like, how are you gonna, how are you gonna flip this? Like, this is, I was like, because I was doing the same thing, he was I'm like, this is trash. Why is he crying? Stupid. No, don't you give me face Roman, you give me heel Roman. This is stupid. Then bow, strapped him in the guillotine. I was like, oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. He snapped. He snapped, yeah. bro. The thing about the um, match that really did it for me was it was at the beginning of the night. That's the first match of the night. And so they didn't put it at the end. They didn't make us wait. They just said, here, take, take, take this or whatever. And they only did like what, 20 minutes worth of it. Mm -hmm. I, that ran like 30 minutes. Was it? I thought it was 20. It, it didn't run like 30 minutes. Like 30 minutes. The yeah. match itself, the match itself ran 20 minutes. The theatrics? Oh, yeah, because there's some of the stuff theatrics. they were doing. Okay. Was, and, yeah. So it's never, yeah, you're right. Right. It's never, and it's, and it's one of those things that it was like, it, they gave us, like, you had to watch it. Like, you had to really watch it. Like, when I watched it, um, the first time, I, like, I literally, I, I jumped out of my seat. Oh, I, I didn't think it was going to happen like that. You know what I mean? Because he, he kept scaring them over and over again. And he kept doing, and Jay, God rest his soul, did such a great job selling. Like, my ribs, I can't breathe. I was like, I can't breathe. Well, you said God rest his soul. Like, Jay is very much alive, brother. Like, <laughs> what's going on? No, bro, because, okay, now look, I don't want anybody to say this is Jay who's so hate because it's not, and he hated on him, but it's like, these main event matches, I'm not going to lie, I didn't think he had it in him. And he does, and I'm presently surprised. You can say what you want. You can call me a jerk and all you want to, but I didn't think he had that in him. I thought it was going to be Jimmy. That was going to be him. I didn't think it was going to be him. 
But the season I think by and large that was everybody though. Everybody probably thought Jimmy was gonna be the, the breakout. Yeah, and then and then even with um Jimmy being a part of it, I don't know if you saw Jimmy in the guillotine, but Jimmy's Jimmy's been watching UFC. Jimmy watched UFC. Cause Jimmy yeah. like he was he was holding his breath, his eyes were getting big, like he was trying to gasp for air or whatever, and he was reaching for his brother with the hands to wake up. Oh, that was such a genius move. Oh, compelling action, compelling. Um, match of the night though is Sasha and Bailey. That's match of the night. Even even though Drew and um, Randy was great, it was a good match. It was very solid, very good, really really good. Sasha and Bailey was the match of the night. That. Wow, like that, like, bro, wow. It's a, I, I, I'm bittersweet about it because I think Bailey has such a great title run. That mm-hmm. Sasha title run. God, this is gonna sound like Sasha here too. I feel like Sasha's title run is going to be man, because who does she have to face besides Oscar? Well, that's. Well, she has a, a young lady by the name of Bianca Belair that I'm pretty sure she's going to probably get the title. I, I picked her as my Women's Royal Rumble winner for this year because um, I do feel like they're going to put the, the rocket strap on her um, uh, come the next WrestleMania. And Sasha would, I, I don't know, we just now we're kind of in this, uh, would y'all call Sasha a tweener or a face right now? Because, okay, yeah, we know she got attacked by Bailey, all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. You know, so now she's kind of the face, but I don't know. To me, she's kind of like in tweener field. Well, based on them? the... Go ahead. Oh, based on those piped-in cheers from the Thunderdome, she's a face. <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> that's, the, that's the signal for you. Yeah, like at that point, they put her as a face, but if you want to make some real money with Sasha, you make her a full-on heel. You don't, you don't use tweener, you don't use face, fair heel, and that's my point. Like, if you, like, the people that she can face, cool. I mean, you're going to put her against um, the uh, Natalia, yeah, no. the Lana's, the... No, SmackDown's roster's too thin. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, that's my point. On the heel side. Like, she, she got to be the heel. She has to be the heel. And, not to sound crazy, how many moves does Sasha have? Oh my God! What, what is with y'all tonight? Ain't no y'all. I, I'm, he, he completely lost. I hate, when I, <laughs> I hate it when I said it, and that's because okay. Out of the four horsewomen, out of the four horsewomen, this is just me, my personal opinion. This is not reflecting the hot take wrestling podcast. I think Sasha has the weakest move set. It's only because she ain't really got a true heel run, though, on the main but, roster. But besides the Meteora, the bank statement. Frog Splash. Okay, the Frog Splash. What else? Shout, what else? shout out to Eddie. Shout out to Eddie. Right. Rest in power, Eddie. What else does she really have? Because you know Becky going to give you the kicks. She's going to get a mm-hmm. suplex. She got the little arm bar joint. And then she even incorporated like this really dope neck breaker in there. Charlotte has like the moonsault, fear. Uh, what's the what's the? Well, Sasha has that uh, uh, double knees in the corner, like when she has the person set up underneath her. Mm-hmm. I guess that's 
still kind of the same thing though. It was a meteor, meteor, sorry. Yeah. Let me it's run late. It's, it's, it's late, man. I, I can, <laughs> I, I, I'm sure I can think of more if I really. <laughs> Let me run this by you guys. Cause okay, I was sitting there watching that match, right? And I know Eddie Guerrero is supposed to be Sasha's favorite wrestler. I saw a lot of Shawn Michaels in her in that match that uh, Sunday. I didn't see that baby face Shawn Michaels. Some of the bumps she was taking, like the kendo sticks that were side in between the cage and the steel steps that mm. uh, Bailey catapulted her into, mm. and the drop toe hold into the kindle stick. Um, like well, Bailey was taking some bumps too, though. Yeah. But it's, as far as that, that taking bumps thing, though, I, I think Sasha probably is the best bumper as far as the, the ladies go because it was really reminiscent of a Shawn Michaels match to me in terms of, uh, I mean, a gr great dance partner, obviously, and Bailey, so, you know, and as a friend, I'm a real-life best friend, so, you know, they're going to make each other look good. You know, they're going to let them get, get their stuff in, but I just was sitting there watching that match, and I'm like, yo, I see a lot of Shawn Michaels in her more than Ed. That's just me, though. I think, I think with Sasha, she is the she takes the best bumps out of all four. She does because I still remember her when she got hit with the uh, power bomb when she faced Charlotte Helgeson. Like that was yeah, hell yeah, that was dope. You know what I'm saying? But again. I go back to it, because if, if you put Bailey in the mix and you keep and you keep the championship on her, Bailey can keep it going. She's proven she can keep it going with anybody. She can make anybody look somewhat decent in the match. She made Tamina look decent, strong in the match. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Sasha. Mm, I don't know. Like that's why they shouldn't have a brand split. Though once again, we say it's like we got to week because they. But like, once you pass Natalia, who's who's really left that you? I mean, they are they really gonna push Car Carmella again? Please no, please don't. I don't want like, yeah, we like Kenny said, man. We say this damn near every week now that the women's division needs to be unified. Like, I, I don't know how many times we're gonna have to say that. Yeah, but every time like a, a, a title change happens, now we're like, yo, who is she going to face? You know what I'm saying? And it's just kind of like, all right, we're, we're, we're back to square one again. And, and we have these lame uh, duck uh, matches, you know, where it's not really super duper competitive. And, you know, it's, it's not as entertaining as it could be. So ultimately, I do hope that we do see a unification match. I, I, I guess maybe that's why this is happening at Survivor Series. Even though Survivor Series is now kind of like the bragging uh, rights pay-per-view for each brand, but for each all, all three brands, rather, excuse me. But uh, I think yeah, it's no. time for that. Yeah, because like um, they have options with the uh, other people on Monday Night Raw. You have a Shanna Baszler. Uh, I'd be intrigued by that for sure. With Sasha playing the babyface, um, who else they have on Raw? Can be in potential intriguing feud. Everybody, um, yeah, they're they're top they're top heavy on Raw. Um, well, I will say this though, since they're not doing anything, but do you really want to call her up just a jobber out? I'm gonna say Dakota Kai. They could, 
But that's yeah. not a job we're out right away because they're not going to take the top surprise, like you said. Um, there's going to be a, a little bit of time now because there's the run is coming back soon. I heard. Didn't they say they she either recently Final Fox is going to be all over that. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, and they're totally going to make the, the, her on SmackDown um, if that does happen. I also heard, but I heard that they're saying uh, uh, Becky is already back, like uh, working out and stuff, like trying to, you know, keep herself up as much as possible so she can return. Yeah, she posted an IG story with the baby bump, though. So, I mean, I don't think she's going to be like. Right. Because I can't speak for women, but I'd imagine, like, giving birth, and then, like, I don't think three months later you're going back. Right. Really, it'd be a month to build to WrestleMania, because because mm-hmm. I think they said she's doing like a couple months. Yeah. So if she gives birth in December, is she really gonna be back with a Rumble to build for? Hey, this is Vince we're talking about. <laughs> I can see Vince making one of them weird requests. Yeah. Oh gosh, no. How's he calling the girls? How's he calling the girls? We know he calling the guys. Talking about eight pounds. Hey, 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 gal. Hey, gal. <laughs> hey. Uh, what else happened there, Helen? Big Otis lost his money in the bank briefcase by betrayal. That had to happen. That had to happen. Let's just stop that. Let's, let's just cut the dramatics right now. That had to happen. That had to happen. This no. comes from the one guy who actually picked Otis and was right. <laughs> I know. And, and, and I was right. And I picked him. Because, because I know WWE and how hokey they are. And that had to stop. They knew better. Because Miz, one, Miz deserves it. Let's just give it to him. He deserves it because of the, the work he put in against Roman when he was Intercontinental Champion. He made the B team relevant, so he deserves that. He's And honestly, to be honest with you, he's holding uh, Miz and, and, and Johnny Morrison together. Like He's holding that shit together. He's writing that shit. He's taking over that. My- Miz is Sean. John Morrison is Janae. Well... I don't think there's wow. any argument for me on that as far as, we're not talking about Aaron's talent, we're talking about like success level, obviously. Right, right. But um, to piggyback off of that, though, at the same time, it's like, to me, they, they pulled the trick around stuff too late because this is like, should have happened two or three years ago. Like you were referencing that feud with Roman. Like when they moved Miz to Raw, he should have got the world title, but this is what happens. You want to put it on a part-time for a year and a half. Right. Because that was during the time Brock literally had the championship for a year and a half. And my whole thing is this: why not make the odd tree strap be the main event then? If Brock not gonna be around, because it was main event, main event during that time when Brock wasn't showing up. Right. I'm trying to think. Oh, go ahead. Because you heard the pop he got when he won the title. When he won the title, the whole crowd went nuts. That yeah. that was it. That was that was. You don't have to put the title on him for more than three months. You don't have to do more because he'll make it. He'll make that three months that much more entertaining. Where I feel like he's had it for a while. Miz can make it last for a long, for a long time. That's the one thing about Miz that I really appreciate. About him. No matter how long you put a belt on him or a title on him, he makes it relevant because he makes it like really worth it. Like he makes every aspect of whatever they give him super duper worth it. And him and Morrison now, if he if he cashes in on Randy. Probably cash in on Edge, I think, because there's a rumor that Edge and Orton are supposed to be the WWE Championship match at uh, WrestleMania 37. So when Edge is back, 
Yeah, they which said, one, uh, which yeah. one makes sense? Cashing in on an ultimate opportunist. Yeah, yeah, that would make perfect sense. Yeah, that does write itself. But more, more in line with what Kenny said, as Hell in a Cell was going on, I would have had. If you were gonna put the the, uh, the briefcase on Miz, I would have had Miz interfere in that match in some way, shape, or form. That's where I thought they were going when I saw Randy uh, break the uh, chain, and you know before they started going up the uh, the uh, the uh, uh, cage. But I would have just had him interfere in that match, beat McIntyre, and do it then. If they weren't gonna force this 14th title rank. Like, or you didn't need a title right now. Like, he's been entertaining. He's gonna be entertaining in the space that he's in. Just just being a threat. Yeah. He's been money. You know what I'm saying? He didn't need the title at this particular moment in time. You know, you need to put McIntyre in there with a guy like a Miz who can destroy him on the mic. This is the only place he's gonna be able to destroy him is on the mic. You're not gonna destroy him in the ring, obviously. You're not threatening the ring. That's where you make Johnny, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Johnny, I almost call him Johnny Gargano shit. <laughs> but that's where you make Johnny Mundo more of a bigger threat than the Joker. And that would have, you know, that would have looked like man. You okay, use, cool. You use, a Lucha, you, lose, you use the Lucha Underground name. I know, I did it on purpose. I did it on purpose. But see, the thing is, a lot of you right that Orton didn't need the championship right now. This is arguably the best version of Randy Orton we've seen in some time. Uh, plus, it's been about, I mean, granted, Miz has been closer to 10 years since he's touched the strap, so I see what you're saying. But I think it's the only reason why they did that. It's because as much as people are loving Roman, Orton's been doing it that much longer. It's just, they kept jobbing Orton out too. That was my problem. So they literally, literally built no momentum for him going into that match. He lost like four of his last like five pay-per-view matches. And I don't like that backwards booking. Yeah, and they, and they do that all the time. That's how I ended up saying, okay, whoever goes into a pay-per-view looking weak or so whoever goes into the pay-per-view looking strong, they're normally going to lose because, yeah. you know, they, they, they're making the guy, like like you said, they made Orton with the backwards booking look very weak. I kind of had a feeling with Hell in the Cell they were going to make the title change happen right then and there because I said, all right, they put an emphasis on Orton being... You know, he's won X amount of times he's been in the uh, the uh, uh, Hell of the Cell match versus Drew just being his first match. Um, so I kind of was like, all right, this is probably where they're going to make the title switch. But me personally, I would have just went on ahead once I saw that briefcase changing hands because I'll be honest, nothing against Otis. Nobody wanted to see that. If Otis would even remotely try to cash in on this version of Roman, he's going to get decimated. If he would have tried to do that to Strowman, he's going to get decimated. It was not happening. He damn sure wasn't going to do it to The Fiend, so it made zero sense to put it on him because no, everybody knew he was not going to be WWE champion. It just was not happening, or Universal champion. And I think the fact that they broke up uh, Heavy Machinery is going to be like Enzo and Cash when they broke up. We're going to hear about it for like two weeks, and that's going to be the end of it. Wrong. Both those guys are very talented, and Otis is actually surprisingly very agile and very talented in the ring. But we don't want to see him be champion right now. He hasn't really earned that. We wanted AJ at first, or um, yeah, 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 yeah. Who's in that match? Chris. 
Alistair yeah, Blackman, AJ, man. Alistair, uh, Ray Mysterio. You mean you want to see King Corbin touch a briefcase again? King Corbin, that's the other guy. I pray to God he never touches a WWE title. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you didn't want to see <laughs> End of Days? Besides, besides Deep Six and End of Days, like what more do you want to see a Corbin? You don't want to hear him on the mic. He got that. He got that. He got that awkward choke slam backbreaker that they try to put over. What is that, bro? Like, what is like? Yes, that looks painful. Don't get me wrong. It looks painful. <laughs> it looks painful, but it also looks like a box waiting to happen. What is that? What are you doing? Yeah, nah. But uh, like to piggyback on Joe was saying though about them bringing up heavy machinery, I thought that was dumb because they literally don't have many tag teams right now in the first place, which is another reason why they need to combine that division. They probably yeah. have, they probably have at most six tag teams on both shows combined. Yeah, and that does not, you know. That does not validate us having two set of tag team champions. No, like that's, that's why it's, it's silly. That's why I shouldn't have split up heavy machinery in the first place, nor should they put the briefcase on all this. They're actually over as a team. Mm-hmm. Should have split them up, and, and they, they let AOP go. Now, my man from Viking Raiders got uh, injured, so you know injuries are going to happen. That's just part of it. But like you said, there's no other teams right now to go. And on top of that, not to not to do anything, but but like Street Profits and New Day. Forgive me when I say this. I don't want to see them go against each other at Survivor Series, and it would have been nice change up to kind of have maybe a very athletic team versus a very powerful team, because when New Day and Street Profits are both very much so athletic, they don't have the powerhouse in Big E, and I know D'Angelo Hawkins is you know considered to be a powerhouse, but that dude's an athlete, bro. He's, he's athletic. Yeah. I personally would rather see them beef on the mic because I think that would be entertaining only because I think Woods would really cook, you know what I'm saying? And I want to see what Montez has in the mic. But I don't want to see them in a wrestling match. I have no desire to see it whatsoever. And it, it's been no, it's been zero build-up for you to want that. You know what I'm saying? They just, oh, we're going to just exchange titles. No. That's at least get a friendly competition and you set the precedent for a later that we're going to say, hey, you know what? We can see these guys possibly have a matchup down the line, like we're gonna get. Uh, is that happening in Survivor Series? Uh, yeah, yes. champion versus champion. Yep. Champion versus champion match. So, whatever. I, I'll say one I, thing. I hate to feel that way about the, the Street Profits tag, at least on the main roster, because they was cooking down there in NXT. I couldn't wait for those guys to get to the main roster, and it's it's been lackluster. I just. I, I hate, I hate, I, I, I get why Triple H feel how he feel when he see uh, uh, gimmicks and 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 uh, these athletes that have come from NXT, you know, that were flourishing down there, and then they come to the main roster and it's just nothing. Because down there you gotta cook. Like if you if you're really gonna be a primetime player in NXT, you gotta cook. A la undisputed era, a la um, Imperium. Uh, Imperium. Um, <clears throat> A la, uh, who was it? Do you remember, do you guys remember, um, what was that tag team that was like the first tag team? NXT? It was like the tag team champion for like a year. They wore face paint. Oh, the Ascension. And, Ascension. And they used, they used to cook. Like they, they was fired. They was fired. They had that match where I think it was Sammy versus, I think it was Sammy versus, Sammy and uh, Neville versus the Ascension. And they almost knocked them off, bro. But when they got to the main roster, they never did nothing. Like, they didn't do anything. It's trash. Yeah. It's trash. No, it's, it's bad. Um, 
And then on top of it, it's just like, why, like Tim said, why are we just getting a title exchange? Um, that was just lazy booking. Like, I get they wanted to switch them to SmackDown, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But to me, if you're just doing a title thing, that shows you the lack of depth of the division in the first place. If you just do that as opposed to, because I guess they wanted to do something new, but I didn't like it at all. Or what they could have also done is said, hey, you know what? We're going to exchange these titles, but you could have had, um, you could have had Montez challenge Kofi, you know? Or you could have had Xavier challenge Montez. I, I don't think you're going to put either one of them in a singles match with, with Dolphins, Dal- uh, but uh, just a powerhouse mis- uh, mismatch. But, you know, at least gave us a teaser to that so we could have been like, all right, cool, we want to see that, you know? I actually, when they did that little thing, I was like, yo, I wouldn't mind seeing these guys in a, in, in a match. I think they'll cook if they got the right amount of time, but, you know. You give, just, 20, you give them 25 minutes, it's going to be a good match. If you give them, 25, if you give them, if you give them 10, 15 minutes, it's going to be trash. Like, I'm like, yo, Booker needs to be the Street Profits manager. I'm serious. So give them some edge, you know. Stop letting uh, Montez be, letting, letting the group, just them, period, be as cartoony as they've been. And just kind of give them that badass kind of feel. Kind of like how they did when they had uh, Michael Hayes coming and start managing the Hardys. You know, when you see more of an edge to them. And, you know, now now it's like, okay, yeah, we, we, we're getting behind. You know what I mean? At some point, at some point, uh, Street Profits have to lose their title. They have to lose because I don't think New Day needed another title right here, just like Randy Orton did. Mm-hmm. I, I think if you put, if you give me Shinsuke and Cesaro against hell anybody, I'm gonna watch that for the, just for those two guys. You know what I mean? Um, but now seeing Street Profits versus New Day is like, all right, it's coming. That's probably gonna be pre-show stuff, bro. Like honestly, it might be pre-show. Absolutely. And that's the other part. Excuse me. I'm sick of that too. I'm sick of these made up teams. Like, I don't want to see Shinsuke and Cesaro as a team. I don't want to see Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler as a team. I want to see them in a singles capacity. That's what they are. That's where they do their work. They're not saying they're not good as teams, but ultimately these guys are singles competitors. Why are we making up these teams and having these made up teams beat solid teams? Like, no, that's, that's, that's silly to me. Yeah, and they, yeah, and then moving on. That's it's funny that you mentioned the Raw Tag Team Champions because they, they, they hinted on Monday Night Raw that her business is potentially going to go after Woods and, and Kofi. So, I, yeah. I would like that. That would make And Sheldon and said, basically, I would imagine. Oh, that would be such a good match. Now you pique my interest. That piqued my interest. See, because Sheldon, Sheldon is the X Factor of that match. Because Shelton is one of those, the longer he wrestles, the better he is type of guy. Mm-hmm. Cedric Alexander, I think now WWE smart because what they're starting to put on YouTube is that match with uh, uh, Kota Ibushi versus Cedric Alexander, which is still probably one of his best matches in WWE. Because mm-hmm. that match was, I'll go back and watch that match now, and it was amazing. But if you do like Cedric and Shelton, now you pique my interest. 
Now I'm interested. Yeah. And I'll say this about the Hurt Business, too, while we briefly on them. Bobby shouldn't be the U.S. champion. If you were going to put that title on somebody, put it on somebody you're either building or a vet like Shelby. Bobby should only be in that heavyweight title picture. That's where they're screwing up with the Hurt Business. They didn't gave uh, the Hurt Business the Joe Bears <laughs> of retribution. That ain't doing nothing. They, they just seem like they had so much promise, and now they just jobbing away. Um, but yeah, Bobby doesn't need that title. Bobby should only be, that should be truthfully after Randy and um, Orton feud. And then, okay, well, you're going to do the, you're going to do the thing, of course. That should probably be in line somewhere, you know, for another, another uh, title shot. At least to me. Quickly, before, I, before we jump into that, um, I'm going to ask WWE if they ever watch the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast in this episode especially. Please, do not do Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre versus The Fiend. Have The Fiend win and Miz cash in. I will never, ever forgive you for such a stupid thing. Don't do that. Do, I'm looking right at you in the camera. Do not do that. That could be in the cards too. I, I mean, because I, I can't do it. Yeah, Orton and Edge don't need a title. Like I, uh, they said, Vince just wants to put this title on Edge for whatever reason. And I get it. Why, why you got him? You know, got a strap with iron type kind of thing. But he doesn't need the title. Like Edge is is is, is solidified. His career is solidified. Period. This is just yo. Let me come back, have some dream matches, and you know, go out on my own terms. You shouldn't be trying to put no strap on him. Like, I, that's the part I don't like. This is a rock thing. This is a rock thing. Like, you know how, like, you got a certain amount of championships to be, like, in GOAT status. Like, The Rock won the IC title six times, five times? He won it multiple times. I couldn't tell you the exact number, but he did win it multiple times. But now he's, but now, like, he had to come back to be, like, because he was a nine-time WWE champion. Now he's a... 10 times WWE champ, like that type of thing. They're gonna put him in the, put him in a space to be able to talk about it with like the Flares, the Hogan's and so on and so forth. That like, that, so now Randy's a 13 time. No, 14. 14? 14. That's why I said he didn't need it. Like he's tied with Triple H now. Him and Triple H got the same amount of championships. That was just a trip. Yeah, and and you you know I'm a Randy Mark. I, I I that's that's been my guy for since he turned to the legend killer. Like that's been my dude. I just I didn't think he needed that at this moment in time. It, it just wasn't a, a necessity. Drew was doing great. I I was kind of intrigued by the whole Fiend versus Drew. Maybe uh, had they not did the title change, uh, but. Fiend and Randy Orton also make sense too because there's history there with Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. So I also get that. Because I think to your what? Go I was gonna say to go to answer your question, uh Rock is a two time intercontinental champion. Wyatt, but he, he yeah. had it for quite a while each time he had. Well he's yeah. Yeah, he's a two-time, he's a ten-time world champion because if you include the WCW title runs when they brought the WCW title over. Yeah. Two? Goddamn, man. I mean, like Tim said, he kind of had, like, if you think about it, he had kind of significant run. I remember he dropped the Shamrock that one time, if I'm not mistaken. How many yeah. times is, is Roman 
any kind of champion is it one or two i think one because i think that's when he won the grand slam title that that's, that was his last one was it one? I, I, I want to say two but you could be right or or is it the uh u.s title he held twice? u.s title is two no that's okay. one that's one no u.s title is one that's one he, yeah that's one he beat rusev and he dropped it to jericho yeah and um just to go on raw real quick I like the Fiend versus Orton because they get a redo of the trash match they did at WrestleMania. Um, I like the Fiend versus McIntyre because that's just an intriguing match. I also want to shout out Alexa Bliss because she's thriving in this new role. I like what they're doing. It's not bad. Like, is it hokey? Is it Harley? Yeah, <laughs> at two, but it's, but it's okay. Like it's not, it's, it's like that lady that like took a sip of something that she was trying to, she's like, mm-mm, mm-mm. like it's, it's just, it's just that type of like thing where for the most part, like it's like in that, in that realm of things like that. Is she officially Harley if she gives the fiend a gold chain? Ah, right now. Shout out to Suicide ah. Squad. I'm gonna say is um, I, I mean that, that Joker had a chain. I'm just saying. First off, that's um, one of the worst Jokers in DC history. And they bringing him back because people want this new age BS or whatever. And it's stupid. I don't want to talk about it on wrestling right now. Uh, I'm just gonna say uh, Jared Leto is the Nia Jack for Jokers. <laughs> say something out there I've been tamed for the entire episode. <laughs> no, but uh, going back to the Orton and Fiend potential feud, I thought it was kind of funny because every time somebody faces the Fiend, they go back to who they used to be. He already went back to being the legend villain. Yeah. So and that's kind of kind of funny. Yeah, that's dope. Like, they go in full circle with certain things, and I appreciate that. My thing is, is um, worldwide, you guys have to figure out what direction you're going. Cause SmackDown kind of has an idea of what they want to do from what I've heard from you guys. Because I didn't get to watch tonight, but I feel like with Roman at the head, if his stuff is good, then everything else will just kind of fall down the wayside where everybody else will catch up to how good his stuff is. Because Roman Reigns is my CTV now, bro. Like, <laughs> he's my CTV now. But like on the Raw side of things, um, they did like uh, Survivor Series uh, qualifying matches. Um, they did a bunch of things in regards to like, you know, trying to set up for Survivor Series and make that look decent. I think AJ got over on Jeff Hardy. Um, Keith Lee beat Elias. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the last one's gonna make me angry. Go ahead and say it though. <laughs> Um, Sheamus defeated Matt Riddle. <sighs> oh, just, so, like, Sheamus what is this? Defeated Riddle. Right. First of all, Sheamus defeated Riddle. First of all, you make this lose this dude lose to Sheamus, who I'm sorry at this point, who wants to see Sheamus in any significant spot. Sorry at this point, he, he's a solid hand, 
when he when he's gone, the hardcore fans will look back and like, you know what? Maybe we didn't appreciate him enough. But at the same time, his time has passed. It's done. Benito, we don't need him on a Survivor Series team. Can you imagine the team with Matt Riddle, Keith Lee, and AJ Styles? Yeah, but that's a that's a hardcore fan stream. They right. You gotta put you gotta put the you gotta you gotta put the first Irish born champion in there. Yeah. So. Yeah, it has. Cause I for was real. Just about to say, like, you think you think Vince is not gonna put over Irish guys? I'm sorry, but if Conor McGregor not walking through the door, and it's not Finn Balor, this NXT version of Finn Balor, I don't need to see no other Irish wrestlers on the male side of the push. <laughs> Get well soon, champ. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a, it's a bottom line thing for Vince because he put in AJ, that's gonna sell money. He put in Keith Lee, new stuff, that's gonna sell money. Um, Sheamus was just. It's part of the goodbye tour, because Sheamus, I, honestly, to be honest with you, Sheamus needs to be done after this year. This has got to be it. Like, 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 good for him. He's got himself in great shape. I'm not, I'd be remiss if I didn't say that or anything like that. But at the same time, probably in the best shape he's been in. But, I mean, who's really claiming for Sheamus? I mean, you could have had both of them. That's the thing. Why not? If you wanted to put Sheamus on there, why did Matt Riddle not have to be on it? That's my whole thing. You could have had both. Tell Vince to stop giving people one name. Well, Charlotte Matt Riddle first thing got her last name back. Riddle isn't Irish, right? I don't know. Can't, it's hard to go based on surnames that people are. He's from the mountains. That's all it is. Why do you, you think Drew McIntyre was the chosen one? We Scottish. Yeah, yeah you're right. But, oh, yeah. Listen, don't get, no, gonna, don't get no better than Scottish for, for Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Yeah. All I'm going to say well, is. I think McMahon is Irish, isn't he? Irish. Man's Irish, yeah. He's Irish, yeah. But like Drew McIntyre, when he first got there, I was unimpressed. He was a he was solid for his age. He was really good for his age, but I was unimpressed. This Drew McIntyre, after he went to the Indies, after he was in PWG, after he was involved in a couple other places, crazy good, crazy good. Drew Galloway. Yeah, and he went to Lucha, and he went to Impact. He's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he went, he did his rounds, and he came and he showed him, hey, I'm a star. You guys, you gotta you gotta do right by me this time around. And they did, by and large. He had a good title run, man. It was a couple of times where I picked the other guy to win, and it wasn't because it was nothing Drew wasn't doing that wasn't satisfying as a champion. He was definitely a great WWE champion. You know, COVID is really the villain as far as masking how great he was as a champion. Because the dude was believable. He could cut promos. He was good in the ring. You can't say Drew McIntyre wasn't entertaining as champion. You know, it's just he had a bigger villain named COVID that just kind of, you know, marred the uh, the, the, the title reign. They kind of made him look weak on the way out, though, because he beat Orton with a backslide at SummerSlam, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that necessarily. But then the next time he faces Orton, what happens? He's got a bunch of legends interfering in a match. They could have just did one and been done with it. I get why they did it, but that could have been done on like an episode of Raw or something like that. Like a non-title match. Uh, I'll go, then, I'll go then he loses Clayton on a Sunday. Yeah, I'll go a step further though. How, how tall is Drew McIntyre? He's tall at Orton. He's about the legit 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. This dude is monstrous. Why does he have any assistance? That's what I'm saying. Where you said, where I said one, he didn't. They could have just did that with like. They, then again, that would have made Keith Lee look weak. They could have just did that on a random episode of Raw during like a six man tag or something. But honestly, when all the legends to get revenge. Right, and honestly, with Drew, 
And honestly, as big as he is, he makes stuff very believable. Like, he made Randy look really, really strong in that Hell in a Cell match. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we can, speaking of like survivors, you brought it up earlier. I'm not to the point where I gotta see champion versus champion. Give me like a dream match that, give me like DB versus Ricochet. I mean, we, these are all just random matches that nobody's, no storyline behind them. Are they going to utilize uh, NXT? They're not. That's trash. That's trash. Because Survivor Series last year was awesome because yeah, of the involvement of NXT. Yeah. That was great. And then Why I, would you not want to replicate that? Because there's there's no way to really push that and and and, and push the envelope with that. Because in their mind, NXT competes with who? AEW. So if they won clean that last year, the year before, they want to be able to keep that going. And because they don't have a base or a fan base to follow that, they don't want to do that. Because think about it like this. You had Tampa, you had Keith Lee, and you had Gargano, Walter, and Riddle, right? No, it was Damian Priest instead of Gargano. That was the only oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. else. They buried Walter for some stupid reason. Which was trash. So like now <laughs> Man <laughs> which, so so now so now so so now what are you gonna do at this point? Like what like what are you gonna do at this point? Because now if you go with the roster, same roster down there, now you have Cole. You have, uh, no, who's, who's the next champion? You got a ton of guys down there, though, that you could have used. You got Finn, you got Cole. Uh, uh, let me let me use guys that aren't, because Finn didn't partake in it last year, right? No, he he was in the, um, he was in the face match. match. No, he wasn't on that, because Matt Riddle was on there, and he had lost him the night before. So they, Finn was like one of the few people they didn't use both nights. Okay. Because Pete Dunn, remember, he was in that triple threat, and he faced Adam Cole for the NXT Championship, was probably yeah. one of the more underrated matches yeah. Yeah, on the card. Um, well, probably actually might have been the best match on the card. It was one underrated. Um, no, Finn didn't have one that I can remember last year. Okay, so you got, you got Finn you could have used this year. And then you got guys like Kushida you could have used. You got guys... Um, Dream, they didn't use him. You got Velveteen oh. Dream you could have used. Like... It writes itself, like, you know, you're trying to- You got, you got your main man, Cameron Graham. Cameron Graham. Dexter Loomis, like, you got so many guys, Damian oh, Reese, you got, you got so you many got guys. O'Reilly. O'Reilly. You use in a singles capacity now. So yeah. why would you not, why would you disinclude them? Like, that writes itself, like, if you, if you know AEW is your, your competition for that brand, right? And you have the potential to have guys from both Raw and SmackDown appearing on NXT, which is going to give you guys a boost in ratings. Why would you not do it? Because it hurts too much. Because think about it like this. If you do Finn, you do Roman, and you and let's just say they keep Orton. Let's just say keep Tyler Orton. Who's going to win that match? And you, and you, because think about it like this. Tribal Chief. If you put the Tribal Chief over, that hurts Finn. Because that's the... I, I don't think so. Because it, it, I'll tell you why I heard Spence. Right now, Chief NXT, Chief Trump's the prince. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> right now, NXT is probably the highest rated show during the week. Right or wrong? Yeah? No? Uh, In terms of the way it's received, it's high. But like, it's not like, in terms of quality, yeah. Okay. It goes like NXT SmackDown and black, okay. very, very far away wrong. <laughs> because now, are you going to have them do a back-to-back where they do a clean sweep again like they did last year? I'm not saying do a clean sweep, but you well, know, they damn sure involved them. 
Well, no, they didn't even do a clean two actually because Roman was the sole survivor. They had that moment where, like, that's why I said I wouldn't be surprised. He's like the third person in line. I'd say if they don't get rocked, it'll be Big E. But then remember that moment he had with Keith Lee, Roman last year. Because mm-hmm. remember, Keith Lee eliminated Seth, and it came yeah. out of him and, and Roman. And I think he hit the spirit bomb on Roman, but Roman kicked out, Superman so up. So I'm a whisperer. I'm a whisperer to you. So do you have Keith Lee winning the Royal Rumble this year? No. No. I have uh, Big E. As, if Rock doesn't come back. I got Big E. I don't think Rock's coming back. If it isn't Big E, it'll be... It'll probably, it'll probably will be Keith Lee if it's not Big E. Because this, this is my question. If not those two gentlemen, then whom do you have? There's not really any other options I'd be interested in. Um, because I personally would love to see them use, because this is a different dynamic. Like, you can use KO against Sammy. Like, eventually, I'd like to see KO pushed again, but like, you could do that. You could maybe do, like, Sammy versus KO versus, like, EB versus shit. If they would have had Ricochet on SmackDown. But... Oh, that writes itself. I'm John Temp. Uh, if Big E doesn't win, Ezra wins. Yeah, but we already seen it twice. Haven't we? No, he won it once. He won it once. But, and if that's yeah. what Vince wants to get to, Edge versus Orton for the title at WrestleMania, that's the best way you do it. Okay. Yeah, there's there's not many options to win the Rumble, just based on placement of where guys are at right now. I mean, if something drastic changes, like when someone goes on like a Becky Lynch run, sure. Right. But, or you get a Brock Lesnar to return. I, I don't know if that's happening, but Brock Lesnar yeah. full full year next week. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to do come back with the beard. I don't know why he cut his beard out. That's like a full gear. Oh, oh, <laughs> he can go there with the beard. I just want Brock with the beard. He looks like a total badass with that beard. Like I don't know why he cuts it off. Mm. Oh, I don't know. Brock, I'm, Brock, I'm going to AEW just to I, I the, fake, the fake Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I like I like Brock with the beard too. I don't know if I want him back in WWE though. Like, cause t- this is my thing. If you bring Brock back, Heyman has to go with Brock. You can't bring Brock back alone. And then it can't be two alphas. So it can't be the Conqueror and the Tribal Chief. They can't be together. Cause then you have to do the dynamic with the whole Stone Cold Triple H thing where they want all. They got the two man final trip. Yeah. Yep. And Brock ain't doing that because Brock not coming every week. Go see Brock pop for NXT UK. Go after Walser. <laughs> <laughs> that match, I would love to see. Those are my yeah. early like Royal Rumble picks, though. If it isn't Big E, it'll definitely be Edge. I can't so, see it going uh, any, any other way. So yeah, uh, moving on to Halloween Havoc, though. Let's, I think we were all through with Raw, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I have one last thing to hmm. say. Make Angel Garza great again. Well, Vince already high on him. And actually, funny that speaking of people Vince is high on, uh, that's apparently why I always got the briefcase. Apparently, Vince is high on Otis. I mean, I know he has the final say anyway, but I don't know, for what it's worth. Uh, I'm still looking <laughs> like that. <laughs> I mean, they, because, because Vince was high on Otis. Yeah. Vince is just high, period. Based on based on what Jericho said, Jericho yeah, said like Vince like smoke. They said Vince had roll one, sparked one up. 
I forgot when this was though. <laughs> they were was some... Vince was Vince the inspiration behind Judas? Maybe. Judas in my mind. You could say that because he kind of did give uh, Jericho the, the uh, stab in the back because Jericho Steve him and KO was supposed to be the main event at WrestleMania 30. There. Oh and, yeah. Speaking of Judas, and not to jump to AEW, because I'm not going to do that, but Jericho's a GOAT, and I'm done. He, he's definitely up there for me. 30, 30, 30 years of Jericho. Best theme song in wrestling right now is Jericho. You didn't yeah, like the cause, cause, yeah, because we got generic theme number 17 for Keith Lee right now, so he's out of the question. Basket is glorious. For he... <laughs> now, if I had to go favorite theme, uh, I, I really don't got one. Probably have to go Judas. It's most, it's the most, uh, yeah. It's 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 easy to, to to find the lyrics of it and remember it if you actually do know them. It's very catchy. To say. Uh, what did I say? Oh, Halloween Havoc. Yeah. Uh, EO and Candice Lee had a very good ladder match. Uh, I thought they were going to do the title change. It was kind of hokey, though, because they had somebody come out with a screen mask on. <laughs> yeah. Was that Johnny? Probably. Uh, Johnny Gargano won the NXT. No, it wasn't him, because somebody came out during his match with a screen mask on and, and hit Danny Priest with a, with a, a st- uh, steel pipe. So I thought it was Champa. I thought That's what I was going to say. What if it's Champa? Um, it could have been. And the second person could have been Indy Hartwell because they've been hinting at her aligning herself with Candice LeRae. So, I don't know. But uh, also, I was remiss if I didn't say Rhea Ripley and Raquel Dowd was a pretty good match. That was who, uh, when we were talking about Dakota Kai earlier, possibly coming up. If they didn't bring Dakota up, I could see see Vince shooting to have uh, Raquel. He will, but she's nice. I wouldn't put her up yet. I told you, I keep saying this week after week, they need to put a tag title on them. They do. What I respect is, is throughout that match, um, Raquel Gonzalez, she still looks strong in that match. Like yes, she did. still looked. And Rhea, and, Rhea, and Rhea allowed her to kind of impose her will on her and still be strong. And that's what's dope about that match. Because a lot of the times, what people weren't paying attention to was like Rhea was getting like, she was exhausted after the match. Mm. And that's why I said Rhea is a future. She's the truth. That's 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 the truth. Rhea is awesome. Rhea is awesome. Yeah, she'll get called before Raquel Gonzalez. They're not gonna, they're not going to hot shot Raquel yet because it's not that she couldn't work on there. It's just like I said, I would like to see them just because they really haven't utilized tag team straps on NXT. We've seen them utilize them maybe twice. I want to say when Kabuki Warriors faced Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox, and then we saw Tegan and Shotzi. Face shots and Bailey. I'm not saying. I think it's the only two times we saw NXT women get title shots. So they need to kind of incorporate them into the title picture. Like maybe this year we get a team from Raw, a team from SmackDown, a team from NXT. Maybe maybe you do like Trish and Leo, throw them in there at WrestleMania, do like a fatal four way, <clears throat> something like that. I think or, real or Beth or Beth and, and uh, Italian. Well, they already did that. So let's yeah. see what I'm doing. Like I said, yeah. If, if Bianca doesn't win the women's rumble, I got my money on Rhea. Uh, Wait, high take right now. Yeah, 
Becky and Charlotte are leaving WrestleMania with the tag titles. Becky and Charlotte are leaving with the tag titles. There we go. For the hot take. You heard it here first. Elaborate right now. Give me like give me give it to me in two minutes, right now. Two minutes? I'll tell you why. For one, it the it'll legitimize the tag team straps again. Cause right now they it's and it wouldn't be a makeshift tag team too. Cause actually they were, you know, as close as they are basically. And then it's like your two most successful women of the last few years. And arguably two of the most not arguably the two most over women probably. Okay, you win. Or, here's the swerve. I know I switched, though, because I did say it was going to be Bianca and Charlotte like two or three weeks ago. But go ahead. What about, what about Charlotte and one Ronda Rousey? Nah. I, don't want that. I think they, I think they might legit. Uh, if Ronda comes back, we don't get the single feud against Becky, and she's it. That's the only one I'm really looking for. I want to see. That's what I want to see. I want. I want serious Oscar. I want Ronda and Oscar. That's what I want. I did say Ronda potentially going to SmackDown. Screw that. No, I want Ronda and Oscar at WrestleMania. I don't want that. You don't want that because you're not going to get NXT's Oscar. That's why, right? I don't want. I don't want. I don't want Ronda Rousey back at all. I have. Nah, I completely agree with that. I think as much as much crap she got a borderline great match out of Nia Jax. Who else can say that? A singles match. <laughs> Like, think about that. Can't, can't argue with that. <laughs> argue with that. Point. Uh, and plus, the last version of Ronda Rousey, maybe, like, I agree with you. We were talking about the version that came in smiling. No, the, that version, no, no, no. The one that left, I want that one back. In ring. The, the angrier one. In ring, angry Ronda is amazing. Yeah. I don't I need wanted, smiling. I wanted to match with her promos, though. Until she gets so we're okay. She was getting better. Uh, she basically, I know Paul Heyman was ghostwriting her stuff, so I know that for a fact. Because that line when she told Nikki Bella the only door you ever knocked down was one to John Cena's bedroom, that was Paul Heyman. Skadoosh. <laughs> uh, but with that being said, uh, what else my house now? Oh, Bruce Wade is back and he turned heel. I like that he turned heel. I like that he turned heel, but that would have been better with Matt Riddle. Did he I think, turn heel, or did he just turn up his asshole a bit more? I think he. T- well, you know what? It could have been. They just used the wrong person for that spot because that was time. This was that receipt was two years due. Because if you remember, Roddy turned on him when he joined Undisputed Era. There was a tag title match, uh, triple mm-hmm. threat against AOP and Cole and O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. So that receipt was due. Even though he technically did get his revenge, if you think about it, because War Games, him, Ricochet, and War Raiders, I think beat Undisputed Era. I'm just not necessarily understanding why. I mean, I guess you do that need that annoying guy, Pat McAfee. Because Pat can talk. <laughs> he can. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's Pat. not. So it, it, it makes sense to a degree. If Plus, he's want, not going to be relied on. So yeah. And if you, you got those two. Go ahead. Podcast, that guy can talk like that guy, and he can talk off the cuff and really, yeah, he can, he can get in some ice. But that's real shit. So that, so that, that, that's why that is. And plus, he was so impressive in the cold match that they were like, "Screw it, give him another shot at something else." So, right, I'm not mad about it anymore. 
I, I was mad about it when he first played. I was like, this is stupid. He's trash, not an athlete. And then he was wrong. And I went out there and had a good match. Good match. What do you guys think about Damian Priest's title reign so soon, though? You guys do. Yeah. Vince is, is going to call him up and his name is going to be Priest. <laughs> oh, God. He's the one person, though, if you think about it, though. Coming to SmackDown real soon. <laughs> they don't call him up. He's going to be Damian. He's going to be Priest. He ain't, they ain't going to call him Damian. They're going to call him the Omen. <laughs> they getting the, they getting the bloodline together, bro. Why, let, like, let, let, hear me out. They need How you going to get the bloodline put... together? He's not even smelling. <laughs> hey, he's going to fit the part. <laughs> So they got the Uso. The Uso's about again. to turn heel. But then they again, got, Uzo's supposed to be Japanese, so it, that's why I say believe in the swerve. They got the heel. They got the Uso's about to turn heel, basically. Then they're gonna need somebody for the mid card. Into Priest. Priest will be that mid card guy for the bloodline. Uh, Nia Jackson. Um, oh uh, God. What's it called? They're the women's. They're the women's t- uh, tag team champions. Tamina. <laughs> Tamina gonna be. To me, they're gonna be their manager. That's gonna be their new, their new mouthpiece. Um, oh man! <laughs> so that's how she takes part in the bloodline, and and there you have it. Bloodline is gonna run SmackDown, man. Oh, not no no, hell no, no. How much money you want to bet? Cause I called this shit a year ago. No, they are gonna put them all together, but I don't think they're gonna put Damian Priest with them. I'll put a twenty. Damian Priest. His name finna be Priest. I put I look I put a dollar on that right now like his name's gonna be priest like dollar his name's gonna be priest yeah that's that's accurate I'm not gonna lie but first of all 20, 20 that he's not gonna join the bloodline first of all if they do a bloodline they already yeah. got some they already got a Samoans that they're not using because he's not clear they'll put Samoa Joe with them before they nope because he has to be the Dark Knight. Cause you need another Samoan to go against. <laughs> to take down this. Mm-hmm. Because, because there's one Dwayne Johnson that's not coming. Cause he's about to be busy. He got a he got a film back to back movies right now. He got a film Black Adam, and then from there he has something else lined up already. So he's not gonna have time. So yeah, that's 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 out of the that's out the window. We might see that next year. Or here's it'll be 2022. But yeah. here's the bloodline. Here's the bloodline. Roman. Uso. Priest. It's not priest. It can't be priest. It's Why can't it be priest? It's, it can't because he's not even Samoan, bro. He don't got to be Samoan. He, he just he can be down for the call. If they're not putting AOP <laughs> with Roman, they're not gonna put priest. <laughs> AOP's not there anymore. Exactly, bro. Because that would have made more sense than doing the Usos, bro. Because they oh, actually man. look dangerous. Look. The dude is the dude with the braids from Raw Underground Samoan, yes or no? The avocado? I don't yeah. think so. I don't think so. Okay. Are we sure? The avocado was drafted to Raw, though, so it can't be on SmackDown. Wait a minute. But this is Vince we're talking about. Give me a moment. <laughs> he's, he's Nigerian and Polish. Oh, never mind. Okay, never mind. So, yeah. So, you were saying? So, it's going to be. How does that, how the hell did that mix happen? I'm sorry, like. <laughs> well, I mean, not, you, not I Nigerian mean, and Polish. I mean, what is it? Uh, Udaris from the Cubs is Iranian and Japanese. Because again, how does this? Oh, I, I'm, I'm just saying. Dakota Kai is Samoan and what? She from she's Samoan a, and something. She's Kiwi. 
I mean, Roman's even even for some more Roman's uh, Italian. Italian, Italian, yeah. So I mean, I don't know a lot of that's okay. So Mama's so, curious. So Sorry, they, they can't. No they, they're not going to use creep, bro. They can't do it. Like it has to be someone who's like legit. That guy's Samoan. Like they, <laughs> it can't be like he looks Samoan. It's got to be like yo, that guy's Samoan. He looks Samoan. That's what they're gonna go with. You just said it out your mouth. He does Yoko not look. He does not, not look Samoan. Yoko Luna was Samoan. His name was Japanese. His name in ROH was Punishment Martinez. Dog. If they made a Samoan Japanese, put him with Mr. Funaki and all of that. Listen. Why do you not think Priest won't work? Because we know who. We didn't know who Yoko Zuna was. We had no idea Yoko yes, Zuna was. And the people, the people, they knew who he was, bro. He was part of the, the what, was, what was Taker's name, BSR? He was part of that. Bro, look, bro, listen to me right now. Hear me <laughs> I know how bad you want this to happen. It is not going to happen that way, It's bro. not that I want it to happen. I, I'm telling you how Vincent Kennedy thinks. He is going to put Punishment Martinez with the Samoans. He's not. He's going to do the uh, Owen Hart Nation Domination. That's exactly. So you're just you're saying the same thing I'm saying, Joe. He's not going to use Punchman Mark. I'm telling you, he's not going to use Punchman Mark. He's not going to use Punchman Mark. How the hell they is make... Owen Hart with the Nation of Domination? I have no idea how that happened. I don't remember how that happened. But it happened. This, this, right. This is a primarily black. This was a black group. That, true enough, they had two white dudes that was like rappers when they very first popped on the scene. But yeah. They still put Owen Hart in the Nation of Domination. If they put Owen Hart, God rest his soul, with the Nation of Domination. They can put a Puerto Rican with the Samoans. Thank you. Thank That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying. It's out of the realm. And if you made, if you made another Samoan Japanese. That's all I'm saying, bro. That's all about put him the in aesthetics. There. Look, you put him in fit. there, you put him in there, he fits. His look fits the, 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 the bloodline. Plus they even, well, plus they took, they took, they took, and they took what you call she's Puerto Rican. They gave her the name AJ Lee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, AJ Puerto Rican. So think about it, Joe. The more I talk about it, the more fresh. The more it makes you angry at Vince because it's gonna because it's gonna you. happen. It's going to happen. I can't do anything. There's a reason Damian Priest. <laughs> How long did he have that belt, KG? He had like, two months, if even. It yeah, two months. So. It was about two, no, it was two because it was a uh, SummerSlam weekend, which take over thirty. I can't do it. If if Punishment Martinez becomes part of the bloodline, it's like Roman's insurance policy. I'm flipping out. Like I that's Roman's. That's Roman's hired gun. That's how you get past the bloodline. Oh, and, and Dakota Kai is Irish and Samoan, by the way. Wow. Got a lot of random combos. I don't know. I want out. If that happens, if Punishment, uh, Punishment Martinez. His name is Punishment <laughs> Martinez. If he goes hard of blood, if he's like, if Roman, if Roman, if okay, if you spin it as a higher gun thing, then it makes sense. But if you do it like, oh yeah, he's part of the bloodline. He's also a, a Samoa. Not Roman, he's Punisher Martinez. <laughs> Roman's gonna say, he took the paycheck, he did the job, he did what I asked him. He's part of the bloodline. That's my Roman impression. If, at least make it something where it's like, I can see it as some like like a higher gun that like is intimidating and 
is going to be like somebody that, because, okay, because Punisher Martinez is a great wrestler. He's an amazing wrestler. But the higher mm-hmm. gun, he is not. He's not higher gun. They're going to do the Diesel shit with him as soon as he touches Raw or SmackDown. This, this is what's happening. How tall is he? 6'8, six, 6'9? Six, I don't know if he's that tall, but. About 6'7. 6'7. 6'3? Roman Shaw. So, yeah, I'm about 6'3. Telling you, they're gonna have the bloodline stacked. Wait, did you um, know what's it called? Is uh Samoan? Did you know that Vanessa born from NXT? I did not. Huh. I did not. I think she's mixed with a lot of stuff, but her name came up. I was just, I was just continuing this trend. I think she's of, yeah. Whoa, she's a little bit of everything: Samoan, Polish, Chinese, German, and Irish. All right then. But back to Halloween happy because we just we just went on a serious tangent. <laughs> nah, we did, but that was that was pretty funny. This is why we high take. That was that was hilarious. That was probably like, <laughs> uh, I'm no, this, was, I, I, I've been right about all, a lot of the stuff I've called was wrong. Now it'd be crazy if I said some shit like, uh, "What's my man name?" Uh, the Maharaja joins the bloodline. That doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> Don't you ever say that out loud because WWE will spin that and make that work. Stop. That you know, they'll make that two man power trip. You know what I'm angry. <laughs> you know what I'm angry right now too. You know what I'm angry right now too. Speaking of things that that Vince did, he 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 turned Devil into Mighty Mouse when he called him up to the main roster. That's that flippy stuff. Yeah. And he and he called him the guy that does the flippy stuff. Yeah, I forgot about that. Hey. Um, Hey, KG, real quick, because we are NXT. Can you do me a favor? Can you give me my NXT? <clears throat> W-N-U-A 95.5. So late, that's all I got. Yo, real quick, since we are NXT, and actually both our WCWs are from NXT, I want to give quick shout-outs to the following. Miss Karen Q, former gymnast now with... NXT. She's also wrestling ROH, wrestling wrestling, whatever. Uh, she is actually from uh, Queens, New York. She's actually built in Chinatown. Thank you. Church. Um, and she's actually, she, I think she tore Achilles, right? If I'm not mistaken. Um, sometime ago, which is why you haven't really seen her recently or whatever, but she's primed for a combat, primed for big things. She was in the Mae Young Classic, and I think she had two matches, one against And it's the uh, Chinese uh, legend that I can't think of right now. But thus far, she's been wrestling for like the past since 2014. She's amazing. And also, the impeccable and the amazing, the beautiful and amazing, awesome Ember Moon, who I am excited to see back as well. Um, Ember Moon is actually back in the fold. I think she is going to take out EO for the championship eventually, probably at, I don't know, the next takeover. In, the next two takeovers. Three takeovers. Three takeovers. There's one left this year. One left this year? Yeah, because I think it's going to be uh, the Rivalry Series. Because I think they bumped it up five now. It used to be four, I think. Okay. I think she'll probably, I think most likely she'll, she'll, she'll win it at the next takeover that she's in that she means against with EO because most likely she's due. And honestly, to her talent, you can't, you can't like not see her. Like it's her, Rhea, and freaking Shotzi that you have to now keep in the fold because they're they're roster stacked. Oh yeah, and Tony Storm down there. Yeah. 
And now I'm cutting off the WCW news. Thank you, Karen Q, and Amber Moon. And I will say, I would be remiss if I didn't say we actually screwed up our WCW because uh, speaking of Miss Stassi Blackheart, she was a hostess of Halloween Havoc. So we got a perfect time to host her at WCW, but that's neither here nor there. I think we used her already. We did Shotzi already. We didn't do Shotzi yet. Shotzi will probably be in there. No, we were, we were holding her off until we were holding her off until Halloween happened. It's okay, though. She's doing her thing. She, that match against EO was up for her breakout moment. At least I'm under the WWE umbrella. Well, pencil that in, Joe, this Wednesday. I had, uh, oh, yeah. No, I'm doing it. Yeah, Shotzi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So what's, what else is left, guys? Uh, AEW talk? Um, uh, speaking, well, we always, like I said, I kind of gave a brief touch on this for a little bit, but um, if you have not watched Walter and Lily Dragon, please do. Everyone that has not seen that. Um, uh, not just because Meltzer gave us five stars right away, but yeah, no, oh. they beat the, yeah, no, they beat the crap out of each other. NXT uh, mm-hmm. UK? Yeah. On it. The last one, like from yesterday. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ilya Dragunov, the ending, he got choked out. Blood coming out of his mouth. Uh, just welts all over his chest and back. Walter just busted open on the side of his head, kind of, in a big groove. Uh, yeah. It, I was worried for a second when the match first started, though, because uh, it was driving off, bounced his head, like, off the rope. You remember, buddy, they got dropped the hold and died to meet the Ray Mysterio bouncing yeah. off the rope? Yeah. So, but no, uh, that match is insane. But that comes on Thursdays? Uh, I think it comes on, so yeah, it would have been Thursday. So yeah, it was, I think that might have been, like, the most physical, like, without weapons, that's probably, like, the most physical match I think I've ever all I keep thinking about was Walter's that time he shot Adam Cole, and Adam Cole like folded this guy shot. Oh, it's so like we he basically did that at one point through the drive off. He just like kept getting back up for some reason. He was giving as good as he was taking those chops. I'll tell you that. Walter was definitely bruised too. I gotta watch that. I'm gonna watch that probably keep me up for a while to keep keep me awake. So I'm gonna watch that in a little bit. Yeah, yeah I gotta try to spot. figure out how to uh, add that back because I need to add impact back into the mix too uh, yeah it was like 25 minutes and it was beating the crap out of each other nice nice uh, yeah because he even like at one point Walter like chopped him in the neck <laughs> like, you know how hard Walter chopped yeah because yeah, this dude like, he had like a well in his neck um they were literally smacking each other dead in the face. Ref was like, you got to protect each other. <laughs> or you got to protect yourself with something he was saying. I'm not each other. Because, yeah, because they're, they're kind of mic'd up too, so you can hear them sometimes when they do like countdowns and everything else. But at some so, point. Yeah, no, that was, that was insane. Because, uh, like, early into the match, Walter hit that super, uh, sleeper suit And I was out. This is how. This is what we're doing. Cause you, cause you kept Walter on the show for almost eight, nine months, and you haven't utilized him. 
Yeah. He, he wants everybody. And he can't wait to get picked. That's probably why they're not using it. What if they're doing NXT versus NXT UK? They kind of, well, they did that earlier this year, so they might do it again next year when they when the travel band is left. Because they, they were supposed to do it when they did take over Dublin. I think that's what they were saving it for. Yeah. They definitely were going to do Finn and Walter. Nah, but for me, like, I love to see Walter get, like, I don't know when they'll call him to the main roster because he's not old, obviously. He's only about 32, maybe. Him and Drew McIntyre, that'd be crazy. <laughs> wow. I've seen it and it's ugly. You do not want that match. That match will that match will change your life. You never want to watch wrestling again. Or Walter and Keith Lee. Where else are you gonna think when you finish watching this match? I'm it's, telling you. Hey, so Walter and Keith Lee happened at PWG and it was like big men are not supposed to do what the things these guys are doing. That's all I it's crazy. It's, that's, it's crazy. What about, uh, did anyone, did anyone watch this piece of SmackDown? Because I know you guys already pissed me off a little bit with SmackDown. Well, we, well uh, my fault. We, I did kind of gloss away. You did gloss away. Uh, I, I heard, I need a chance to watch, but I heard Penta and Omega had a great show. Uh, the Penta and the Omega match was actually probably better than it was that we, we, we watched it all in. I keep going back to that. So, um, that match was really, really good, and Kenny Omega started coming to his own, because now he's starting to be like asshole Kuna Omega. Hey, let me ask you this question, uh, being that you, you know, you've, you've been on top of, you know, uh, Kenny Omega and all the guys, you know, during their whole New Japan runs. Do you think Kenny Omega in AEW would have been better than Kenny Omega in NXT? Now, at the time, he was going to be in NXT. You had the Velveteens, you had Keith Lees, you had the, uh, basically everybody that got called up. I'll put you yeah. like, I'll, I'll put you like this. When Kenny Omega first got to New Japan, Kenny Omega didn't know who he was. And when he, because he had just came from NXT, he didn't know who he was, he was going to quit. Because... They knew he was an athlete, they knew how to utilize him, and they knew he had personality, but they didn't know how to use him. He got lost in the shuffle, in my opinion, if he wouldn't have found this and the Young Bucks. Because once he got with the Bullet Club, the cleaner Kenny Omega is the best Kenny Omega that you'll ever see in ring from a wise period. Because this, this Omega now is like a tame cleaner because he's more so worried about the business side of AEW and not necessarily how his matches are. Because Kenny Omega right now can give you a four, four and a half star match with how well and how his chemistry works with some of these guys. But if you were to left him in NXT and not give him any direction, he got lost in the shuffle. Yeah, I kind of would. He would have been the well, best well, think think wrestler there, but he got lost in the shuffle. Yeah, no, nah, I don't. I think he had would have had more creative freedom on NXT. Like if he decided to go there, there was no AEW. Uh, I don't think the main roster would have. No, 
I don't want. I wouldn't want to see that. Like I heard how much weight they're trying to give him, but I think I think it's not even. If all things are equal, even if he took a little less money with AEW, not that he necessarily did, but even if he did, it's more on the lines of like having your sanity. And I'm not talking about the group that they buried. <laughs> um, <laughs> having your sanity is kind of like more important probably at times than getting that paycheck because you just see some of the stuff on the main roster right now. Like for money at Raw, outside of the Hurt business, Randy and Drew, I don't care. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, SmackDown, there's more depth, but it's just there's there's a there's a um, what do you what's what I'm looking for? It's just I don't know. I can't put my 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 finger on it, but there's just like uh, it just shows how much out of touch it is. Yeah, uh, it, it's hard to watch. It's like a discourse, basically. It's not translating. Um, honestly, with AEW, the I don't know if you guys know, uh, but not to give any spoilers to anyone, AEW was really good. Um, Orange Cassidy Lumberjack match with Cody was really good. That was probably one of the better matches. Match of the night was Kenny and Penta. That match was crazy good. Um, also, uh, a good segment was, again, MJF, Jericho, Inner Circle. And MJF, to get into the Inner Circle, has to fight Jericho at full view. I hate that. Um, I think next week, he has, I think he has to face, uh, what's, his, what's his dude, Ortiz. Sammy Guevara versus Wardlow and MJF. Soften him up a little bit, kind of beat him up a little bit to do that. So I'm about that. Um, also, uh, Serena D. I don't know if you remember her from WWE. She was in the. Uh, the May Young Classic? No, no. Yeah, no, the, she was in the SDS. Society. Society. Uh, she's back? Yeah. Yeah, she, yeah, she, she won the NWA Women's Title. Yeah, she got, she still got go. She still got go. But um, a lot of the stuff they used there was okay. And then some of uh, some of that was good. Um, they did a segment with uh, Young Bucks and FTR. And FTR were just complete assholes. And I'm excited about that match too. Because now the Young Bucks have the old Young Bucks edge, where they're kind of assholes and they don't care about people. And then back to this and that type of stuff. So I'm with that. Um, for me, though, what I'm excited about with upcoming, I'm actually excited about Eddie Kingston and the I Quit match with uh, John Moxley. Like I'm actually excited about that because Eddie Kingston is crazy. Like he he ain't got it all up there, bro. He don't have it all, bro. I know he doesn't have it all, bro. I know he doesn't have it all, bro. He's crazy. <laughs> bro, he he choked out Matt. He choked out Max down like a, like a uh, like like just one of them like like cripper like a cripple cross face or whatever, or uh, like a, you know what I'm saying like a, a cobra clutch or whatever. And then he was like, I'm "Sorry, I'm sorry, Max, Max, sorry." Like like bro, he 
He lost it, bro. I'm like, he lost it. He lost it. He's crazy. But go back and watch the Penta match. Watch the Cody match. I strongly suggest watching the Serena Deep match too because you'll be impressed at that match as well. And and I forget the other young lady that she plays name in there. But I think um, someone said it that they need to start solidifying their women's divisions a lot better and they need to start pushing them a lot more and stop utilizing the AEW dark. Because Britt Baker is just too talented for you to be sitting on the wayside and not really use the same thing with Big Swole and a couple other people. Yeah, I think Britt Baker, it was Britt Baker that actually said, uh, was uh, speaking up in regards to the uh, women's division there and saying that they needed to, uh, you know, do a little work to to, to uh, solidify it a little bit more. But that's where WWE has the advantage because they, they got so much of that women pool of talent, like, it's just crazy. Like, Impact has a nice little roster of women, too. But overall, I mean, I don't know what RH has. Uh, but from what I do see, though, like, nobody's women roster is, is touching WWE's. Like, WWE, especially with the, the amount of women talent that they have, I'm surprised we haven't seen a women's wrestling show. Just all that. I mean, if they went ahead and unified the division, it would be possible. But, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be on USA or any of that. That could be a WWE Network exclusive. I play devil's advocate and just say, and I think uh, women in impact may compete with the WWE roster. That's because of one young lady over there that you have an affinity for. All right, man, uh, before we get out of it, guys, something new that I want to try to do to wrap up our episodes, and it's also something I want to have included on the uh, Hot Take Wrestling uh, page. Every Saturday, I want you guys to make a video, and the video, you're going to say your match of the week and your wrestler of the week. So... No. On the spot, I'm going to start it. Match of the week, Roman versus Jay, Hell in the Cell, this past Sunday. That's not even How did you get this, to How did I get to what? Never mind. Never mind. No, I, it, it, doesn't, it isn't like, <laughs> if I pick this, you can't pick. This is it's, it's whatever match. If, if, we, if we agree, we agree. It, it isn't like you have to have your own individual. Kenny has to have his own individual. Will, et cetera, et cetera. If we agree on the same match, hey, you you say that match too. It's, you know, it doesn't have to be something completely different. Uh, I'll go back real quick though about the AW Women's Division to see that um, they don't nearly get enough time compared to the other segments. That's part of the problem. Outside of the, like, people keep defending it like they're in the company, but it's like, okay, so do something to change people's minds. Like, we'll get some solid matches at times, but we don't really, outside of Britt Baker, we don't really get promo segments. Not that she's not great at promo segments, but, like, we don't really get promo segments consistently for a woman. They probably spend at most, I guess, two hours, ten minutes on a woman. So, there you have it. That's part of the problem. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, It's cool. It's cool. We're just wrapping up AEW, so it's all good. Uh, wrestler of the week. I'm gonna set it off again. This is my wrestler of the week. 
none other than Mr. Randall Keith Orton. Who has a, uh, a special on WWE Network right now. Came on after Hell in a Cell, The Phenom and The Legend Killer. Very, very good little WWE doc. I think that my match of the week is Sasha and Bailey, and I'll post mine on there. And then also my wrestler of the week is Dexter Lumis. Because you know what happened during that segment? He, he thought he was gonna get some action. He told he opened up the shower curtain. Cameron Grant said, "Make room for Cameron Grant." <laughs> no, nah, I mean, I was, uh, no, that that was that whole thing was weird. Um, but I would have had the same match in the week as Joe had it not been for that masterpiece of brutality between Walter and Ilya Dragunov. Mm. Uh, yeah. That, like, it, it got uncomfortable at times. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, yeah. Uh, rest of the week, I'd, I'd have to go. Yeah. And that same way, that's gonna go with Walker. Long training champion in WWE right now. That match must have been get. one hell of a mess. Been... Yeah, nah. Go definitely watch it. I'm serious. Uh, yeah. It, it, it was real. Um, like the match started Walter got knee in the face and then we came back into the corner and he just let, let off one loud chop and then Dragonov's chest was red off one one chop wow um uh yeah he hit the power bomb on the apron uh to Dragonov really Dragonov like I said he's giving his good thing he uh Lifted the 300 pounder up on a couple of German suplexes like dead men. So. Mm. Nah. Works yeah. for me. That works for me. That works yeah, for me. If it wasn't for that, it would have been either Sasha versus Bailey or Eo versus Candace. That would have been for me if I hadn't saw that in Walter. Uh, I'm sorry if I didn't say the ring hetero name like Walter. I just got to put some respect for his name. I'm postponing post tomorrow to get my stuff together. And then um, we'll go with secrets or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Literally, like, guys, make a video. Like, say, I mean, they're, the people that listen to the app, they'll obviously hear our picture on the app. But, you know, just something to try to, you know, get some engagement going on the page a little bit more and get our faces out there. You know, people, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll even, like, with Boulevard app, people were always, it was synonymous with me. So my whole thing was I was trying to get the guys to kind of like do little things here, there to give their individual pick to it. But, you know, things transpired, other pages get made, other shows got created, and now they have to run those pages. So now it's back synonymous with old man Logan, which is cool. But, um, you know, being that we're building this here boat, you know, called the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast, you know, just thought this would be some, some kind of way to give a face to the voice, you know what I mean, and 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 um, people to see what the other people are thinking and get some engagement going. 
So. That was your humble brag. I see. I see what you did there. Humble brag. No, I'm not really trying to brag. You know, it's just kind of is what it is. I am the tribal chief. Oh, on that oh, note, and on that note, please talk <laughs> wrestling tape. Follow us on uh, Instagram at Hot Take Wrestling. Big I'm, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change my Instagram now just to just for that. I, I I keep y'all posted. You got over here. What? Big Oost, man. I'm, I'm, I might change it from old man Logan to Big Oost. All right. Well, on that note, guys, <laughs> please stick around for the next episode we'll have it next week. Uh, we'll be recapping uh, SmackDown, Raw, NXT, <laughs> uh, and some more AEW news as well. And we do have an interview we're going to put together. Finally, it was a guy who reached out to us uh, a couple of, like, last month, uh, and we, we just... Haven't had the time, man. You know, we've got to find time for all this good stuff that is taking place with this particular uh, show. So definitely want to thank y'all for listening, man. Y'all, please continue to listen. Please continue to follow the page. And like, share, and subscribe. Tell a friend, tell a friend. All that good stuff. Uh, you the child with Houston. I'm the West Side Warrior. I have no problem with that. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Not here. Not there. But guess what? Right there. Are you going to do this? <laughs> no. Go to bed, kid. Okay. Boom. Thanks for listening to the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast. The Hot Take Wrestling Podcast is brought to you by the NMG Network, a division of NMG Enterprises, LLC.